Hello, and welcome to episode 12, this will 12, be, is it? Of, uh, of Mooncast. Yeah, me and Jack gather around the microphone again, and I've put it somewhere where it won't yeah, mess yeah, up. So we've... Okay. Be loud. Sort of. Doesn't matter. We're sat at a table, we've got the phone on a stand with the microphone between us, so hopefully it'll sound clear. Not, not, really... not slumped on a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically grasping the microphone. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be nice and clear. So in this episode, we're going to talk about melee in Moonstone, obviously a pretty essential part of the game. Um, I'll start by just essentially introducing the melee mechanic really quickly. Um, and then we'll talk about each... We'll talk a bit about melee generally, and then we're going to quickly go through each of the current range of characters mm-hmm. and discuss maybe their signature move, really, and them in melee, but some will be quite quick and some will be longer. So in melee, you have three different types of attack and defense card falling swing thrust and rising attack are your attacking cards essentially a high middle and low attack and then you've got high guard sweeping cut and low guard which are your high middle and low defense um every character gets a number of melee cards in a round of melee according to their melee attack um stat which obviously varies for each character and then the attacker also gets plus two cards and either character can spend one energy to get another two, but they can't spend any more than that. So they can only ever get the extra plus two by spending yeah. one more energy. Although the attacker obviously gets plus two, and they can spend anyway, again yeah. to get another plus two, so they can get plus four. So uh, essentially there's also three different kinds of damage, slicing, impact, and piercing, and magical. Although magical doesn't appear on the melee cards, um, certain characters deal magical damage as opposed to the impact, slicing, and piercing. Um, the three attacking cards, Falling Swing, Thrust, and Rising Attack, um, do different kinds of damage. So Falling Swing does impact and slicing. Thrust only does piercing, and Rising Attack does all three. Yeah, you just have to choose one of them. And then you choose which one you want to to do. And sometimes it doesn't make a difference, but there are times it does. So, for example, we've got the book in front of us, and Billy uh, has minus one versus slicing damage. And he does plus one. Deals plus one, slicing down. Slicing. So yeah. if you're attacking with him, you would be choosing slicing. If you're attacking against him, you wouldn't be, you'd wouldn't. you choose the impact or piercing. And there are times when you haven't got a choice. So if you play a sweeping cut, it's defensive, but also does a little bit of damage against a falling swing and a rising attack, but it only does slicing. So if you play a sweeping <clears> cut against Billy, it's minus one no matter what you've done. Um, so essentially, if you both characters, both players, will pick their melee card they want to use... Either play it face down and then wait for your opponent or play simultaneously, whichever you decide as, as players, um, and then you turn over. And you can pair on the card. So if I play the thrust and Jack play the high guard, on my one it'll, t- it'll say that I deal zero and suffer zero with a line through it. Um, but obviously the zero, if it says he deals zero, any bonuses you get, so again we're looking at Billy, he deals plus one slicing, if I dealt a card that was slicing and the and it was zero, well, actually, I would deal one. Whereas mm. if it's the circle with a line through it, um, it never does any, no matter what bonuses you have. Um, and of course, the other thing you can do, of course, is you can you can you, you can just play the one card, but then you can crit it by if you have multiple thrusts or multiple falling swings or rising attacks or sweeping cuts, you can play them. Which is something when we first started playing, I always used to get my cards. If I was going to play two or three, I'd, I'd get them ready to put down. And play two or three. It's a good idea to put one down. And yes. Then add, because you and the reason for that is because of the hand that, that you're defending have got. So if I've got seven cards in my hand and I've got two thrusts, 
two falling swings and one rising attack, and you pick up two cards, that says to me you're probably going to play two rising attacks because you can't play two of the other ones. Yeah. And you're never going to play two defensive cards unless you're trying to bluff it and play two defensive yeah, cards. Trying to try and bluff it. Which yeah. you could do that. Um, which means if I then know th- and then suspect you're going to play that rising attack, I will then play a low guard. So it is actually a certain tactic to just playing the one card. Um, so each of the attacking cards has a defensive card that counters it perfectly, as it were. So a falling swing against a high guard, if someone plays a falling swing and you play a high guard, not only will you suffer no damage, it's also in yellow. So you deal, circle the line to it, but it's shaded in yellow, so you can counter. So you can then choose another card from your hand to play against their falling swing. You still suffer none, no matter what, but you could then play, for example, a thrust and deal two damage. Or multiple thrusts and do one mm, damage. Or rise yeah. attack and do one damage as well. So you can counter it like that. Um, that's essentially melee, isn't it? Big thing, a big, big, big thing to mention with melee is um, the melee ranges. Because you don't have to yeah. worry about taking damage if you're outside of your opponent's melee range. Yeah, so Battle Fantasy App, for example, has a melee range of two. Billy has a melee range of one. And there's some characters with three, which is some massive three, boost. Yeah. yeah. So C6 has three. Doug has three. Uh, uh, those are the only two, I think, currently. Librarian? Oh, no, currently, yeah. Currently, yeah. In the new range, Librarian has three. Um, Lubard has three. Mm-hmm. I think there's someone else as well. I can't remember. We'll, we'll get that when we talk about them. But anyway, if you're out of the opponent's melee range, you can't suffer any damage. Their end step effects can still count as long as they don't affect the opponent. Yep. Um, so like I defensive think. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't move the opponent or affect them or damage them. But you can. You can move yourself. yourself. So you, you, yourself. you can do. You can do things yourself. Yeah. So, for example, uh, Quarrel, who's sitting in front of us in the book, has a tactical retreat. Um, his end step effect: this model may move two inches. Well, he can still play that even if he's two inches away from the opponent because it doesn't affect the opponent directly. Yeah. Um. I think that's it in terms of the basics of melee. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, there's a lot of... The thing with the melee, particularly when you're... If you've only got two cards, for example, you've just got to hope for the best and play mm. one of them. If you've got six or seven cards or seven or eight cards and your opponent has similar, then you really are counting the cards. You're kind of, well, I've got two yeah. falling swings and, and a high guard and two low guards. He's probably got a high guard and probably hasn't got a low guard. So, um, and you're also thinking, well, he's only got one health left, so there's a good chance he's just going to go screw it and hit me with something really hard yeah. in the hope to do as much to, damage as yeah. he can before I die. So maybe I shall play defensive in the hope for the counter-attack. And if you know what attacking cards you've got, then you can predict to certain extent what he might play or she might play. I have to say, there's um, been um, there's certain times in, in, say, tense games or long games when you've just got one card, it's kind of a relief. You just have that one card. Yeah. And you don't yeah, have to yeah. think about it. It's like, well, I have to play this card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it can get quite um, quite tense. It can get very tense. And I think the thing with melee, just very, as opposed to arcane, um, which is very tense, is that you can both suffer damage. I mean, we've yeah. had mutual destruction oh, yeah. fairly, fairly, well, quite a few times, haven't we, where yeah. both characters have died, um, which is also hilarious. Um, but we've had that a few times. Yeah, especially if it's a non-combat, you know, non-combat character taking out. Because ultimately, most characters can still get um, a critical hit potentially and do a ton of damage, even if they're not uh, melee. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, if you yeah. played, for example, a thrust against a thrust, and yeah, I played two thrusts and you played one thrust, yeah. I'm still doing six damage to you. Yeah. That's a lot for anyone to suffer. Um, <clears throat> or if I do it, the worst one, of course, is a thrust, I think it gets a falling swing. No, a falling swing against a rising attack is the worst one. Yeah. Because that can do nine damage. Yeah. If you play, because falling swing against rising attack does three damage against my attack, it suffers one. Yeah. So if you play the rising attack, I play three falling swings, it's nine damage. Which I think is how I killed the jackalope uh, in the last yeah, game we possibly, played. Yeah, possibly. I think I played three, two or three falling swings and did like six or eight damage, yeah. ridiculous. Um, I think it was seven. I did, it was, yeah, it was with Fire Flavius, did two falling swings against your rising attack and his plus one impact. I did seven damage in one go. <laughs> and just horrific. Just ploughed the jackalope in yeah. half, really. Um, the, the um, you know, offensively oriented oriented characters have incentives because they get a plus on their total damage, but yeah. you can still do loads of damage just from the cards themselves. That's something that's worth mentioning, actually. That anyone any bonuses you have to damage are they're added on after you've added your crits together. Yeah. So if you're playing multiple falling swings um, and have bonuses to impact, like Fire Flavius has plus one damage to impact. Um, you add your two cards together, then you add your bonuses together. Mm-hmm. It's not falling swing, add one, and then falling swing, add one. It would be eight damage, it's seven damage. Yeah. Um, that's the same for everyone. It's also That's also the same for the minuses as well. Mm-hmm. After all damage is added together, then you do your minuses. It's yeah. not minus one against each one, each card. Um, so then, of course, each character has a signature move. Everyone has a signature move tend to find as a general rule that melee orientated characters have damaging mm, yeah, signature moves yeah. and um, <coughs> non-melee whether that's wizards or shooty or whatever um, have defensive ones and I don't know why that <laughs> my boy just decided up right that. now to make a really loud noise in the background <laughs> which is really irritating um, it seems to be a theme on the it on is the a channel, theme on, on, our, on, our, on both Yeldsy Battleships and on this actually that my boiler decides to fire up for no obvious reason, even though it's in the middle of... It's the end of July and there's no heating on. <laughs> or hot water being run. It decides to go to go for it. It has added a certain... Um, it's ominous terms. Well, also adds yeah. an um, ambiance to certain games. We would play like 40k Special and suddenly it fires yeah, yeah, up yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, there's an explosion in the background. <laughs> but not on a podcast talking about Melee and Moonstone particularly. Um, I'd say overall Melee... I don't know if... I, don't know if it, I used to say that Melee was my favourite part of the game. I think the game has got is is so multifaceted now that I can't yeah, describe it as my favorite really like thing. I do like the melee a lot, um, but actually, it's, it's, it's the combos between characters and, and things like that that are also really fun. So, um, so I think we'll move on to each individual now. Is there anything else you want to add to just the general? Melee? Well, when you just going back to what you said briefly, it's it's difficult to choose one aspect that's the favorite, my favorite part of the game, but it's probably. In terms of mechanics, one is most mm. different from a lot of other skirmish games. Yeah, it's very unique. Isn't it? Well, so, yeah, so obviously arcane. arcane is different as well, but but we're talking but, about melee. So. But, but the melee, in in the sense of you can both take damage, and not just you can both take damage, but you can both easily take fatal damage just from the yeah in one innocuous melee attack. Um, it's quite a big difference, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and there's something else I was, I was just going to mention. I completely forgot what it is now oh. about melee. Um, damn it! Yeah, I found it. Remember, it probably wasn't important. Um, so every character has a signature move. Um, some are offensive, some are defensive, some are a bit of both. Yeah. Um, 
and I think generally speaking you'll find that non-melee characters have defensive stuff whereas melee characters have offensive but they're not always yep. always um, some are repeated but most are unique so we're going to basically flip through the book and um, have a look at each signature move and each character generally yeah just a bit yeah. so we're, look, we're literally looking through the hardback book also look for like bonus damages and yeah, resistances yeah. so we've opened it on the first page of the characters which is Billy and Quarrel so Billy is obviously clearly mainly uh, a melee character He's got an arcane ability, high ho silver. Yeah, so he's melee in movement, really, so he can... He can yes, he's, he's a melee and a mover, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so he's got plus one slicing and then minus one slicing. And then ramming speed is also quite useful because it just does that X plus one damage without having to do anything else. Yeah, so, it's really good, those. Um, the quilted armour, you see, I think that's on a few characters, a few people but armour sword is unique to him. I've not seen that near anyone else. No. Um, um, and like a lot of melee bonuses I think all melee bonuses are specific to a type of damage aren't they there's uh, none that just do just, extra damage I can't think don't of know we'll find out when we yeah. go uh, I, know, I think you're probably right I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure but um, yeah we'll find out when we yeah. go along I can't remember but um, unlike some of the other characters he doesn't suffer penalties for doing non-slicing he just doesn't get the plus one there are some yeah, characters some that, that, that can, can only do impact yeah. or can only do certain yeah, so I think like uh, Morris has a pick, so he can't do slicing with the pick. Yeah. And um, Fire Flavius can't do anything other than impact. Yeah. So thrusts are useless, basically. Yeah. Um, think <laughs> um, so he's got, his signature move is called Wild Swing. The damage on everything, so it's on a falling swing. High Guard, it still does none, but against everything else, it does damage more than, in some, so falling swing and thrust, he does more damage yeah. than he normally would. And a sweeping cut, I think he does less actually than he normally would. But if you, if you get a critical hit with it, it's an additional plus one damage. Quite horrific, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, if if it's also because it's slicing as well, so you get plus one for the slicing and then additional plus one for the critical, so it's plus yeah. two. Plus two, plus one, so plus three in total. Cause you get, right, plus three. You get, so if he gets two critical hits, he, uh, he would get... Yes, you might eat critical hit, yeah. So if, he, if you've got three, if you play so three cards, plus like, three. Um, Fritz getting plus three. He would be, yeah. Yeah. Um, so his end step effect is uh, move the enemy model one inch directly away. So you have to do that. That's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't say you may move it. Yeah, you have to. You have to. So his is a, basically a pretty kind of bog standard offensive character. Does a lot of damage. Yeah, you just want to be careful that you're not an inch away with more energy to spend, and then you move them away. Yeah. And you've got a step. Yeah. But if you because you, you might hit them with like they might do a low guard because you're only doing one damage or two damage at the most. Yeah. And then you're pushing them away. So you want to think, yeah. But then you, you could also just not play that. Yeah. If they guess... play a low guard and you want to just do a bit of damage, you wouldn't play, you wouldn't upgrade it and you'd just play a, just play the following swing. So that's something to mention just at the start of um, the discussion of the... Um, signature moves. Signature, I, can never, I keep calling them yeah. uh, upgrades. Signature moves is you don't have to really worry about, oh, should I play the signature? Oh, what should I do? You can just choose to do that afterwards. Yeah. If it's beneficial, you can have a look at the cards and have a think. You don't have to make a decision to stick to it. And yeah, obviously, it affects sure. your. It can affect your decision making which card to play, yeah, and your opponent yeah. obviously knows what his English moves are. I yes, can ask. That's big. Um, they're not hidden, yeah. so um, it's that's, that that adds in a certain bluffing element, doesn't it? I think, oh well, he's English moves on falling swings, so yeah. he's going to play that. But I've got two falling swings. He's probably going to play something else because doesn't really do anything or. 
etc 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 with that isn't yeah, it knowing the other planet's signature moves is, is quite important it's also important to know before you go into combat yeah yeah um like going into combat with tito is often relatively pointless is <laughs> that they can't can't hit me yeah and yeah. it's got a high melee start so we'll get yeah. to her anyway i don't think else to add for billy really it's a bog standard do do lots of damage he can be horrific could do loads so he could do nine he could do 12 damage potentially so against a rising attack he'd do three six nine yeah he, could, he can do 12 yeah so he can kill actually he wouldn't kill boulder in one go he would almost kill boulder in one go because mm. boulder's <laughs> minus one he'd do 11 damage to boulder and he'd do yeah, in one attack in one attack <laughs> yeah which would be pretty terrible wouldn't it <clears throat> so next along our page is quarrel he has no defensive buffs but he has got plus one slicing. He's got a dirk. And what's interesting for him, he's got brothers in arms, which can potentially make him astonishingly oh, yeah. good in combat. Yeah, yeah, brothers in arms. So he can target a friendly militia. They gain plus one arcane, plus two melee. Then that militia can spend one energy for, for quarrel to gain plus one arcane and plus two melee. And you can do it multiple times and it stacks, if you want. You can do it multiple times and it stacks. You probably do it that many times, then, then you run out of energy. Anyway, but energy. He, could, he could end up with a melee of five. Yeah. Or, easily. or if he's not in a good position anyway, he could do it three times someone else, uh, which is what I did Once. to young Jack and then kill Boulder outright. You, you killed Gotchka at one point. Gotchka outright, yeah. Yeah. Because I had so many melee cards. I think you had I think you had fifteen. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> something yeah. Like astonishing amount. Um so yeah, he's a yeah, melee three. His main things I think consider are yeah, Dirk and uh, Brothers Narms. He isn't generally speaking something you'd want in combat. It's just if you happen to end up in that kind of position, something yeah. to consider. And he's got tactical retreat. Um, it's on high guard. Does no damage against anyone. Um, you reduce damage to by minus one though, which is quite good. And he can then move two inches, so it's quite a good way of getting him out of combat. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless he's in range of, unless he's within one inch of like seasick or base to base or someone, because yeah. it doesn't really work. But. Um, because we can't do it multiple times. You can't do it the second time. They attack you and try to get off twice. Oh, um, it's never come up actually. If you, you can't play two, cause you can't do a critical. No, I got no. and move four. Yeah, no, no. No, no, no. the end step is just as it because it, the end step effect is after any. That's it. Yeah, card effects as it were. So yeah, you can't play. Um, oh, I wouldn't say you can't. You can play multiple high guards with some characters because they do damage with the high guard. Yes, you can. So yeah, yeah. and you can play, play yeah, because yeah, there's some that have multiple counter attacks as well. Yeah, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to when we but get. You to can't them. for this one. You can't stack it and say, "Well, I'm, I've got three high guards. So I'm moving six inches." No, you can't. Because end step effect. Yep, because end step. Yep. So next up is Mama Gimbal. Hmm. She's got no melee bonuses, I don't think, uh, mm. at all. She, she's not affected by her own plus one melee. Or but she is. She does have a minus one damage for. Oh, yeah. Every friendly name within three. So she can be quite hard to hit. She's got three names around her. She's minus three damage. Uh, well, she she could be minus... There's no maximum on that. So if she's in the right... Oh, yeah. Place, yeah, sorry. Minus. It's Joanna, I think. That's, that's yeah. Got that. She could be minus five damage, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> I think you wouldn't target her. You, yeah, generally. <laughs> You'd hit one of the other ones. It does help her a lot because she tends to get targeted less just because she's a bit tough. She does. Well, it yeah. also helps her because even if she's, if she's in range of just like a couple of gnomes, it makes her relatively immune... To magical damage, yeah, because you wouldn't want to target her with a spell that might only do two damage because you don't want to do anything, yeah, yeah. In melee, not so much because she's only melee two. Um, she's got you'll regret that, which is on low guard, does no damage, obviously, it's on low guard. 
And if she survives, she can swap places with someone within four inches. Mm. Which is quite yep. good if she's within four inches of like young Jack yep. or Morris, who are suddenly very scary in combat. I've, or I've Billy. Got, I've got a feeling that's repeated elsewhere. Yeah, Eric has it. Eric has it. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. That's it. Not I, a lot no, no, so she, she's not really in melee, but she's quite hard to kill, I would say. I think I've only killed her once. Uh, yeah, she was the last person I killed in a game. Yeah, once you've got rid of the people around her, even if there's like one left, then she's obviously got nothing really. She, she's yeah. low health for a gnome. She only has uh, six yeah, health. Six, yeah. Very low for a gnome. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but like all gnomes, her energy's at the bottom. So yeah. She, yeah. she often has energy. She's one of those characters that once you cast healing, you might think, well, I might save this one energy for extra melee cards. Yeah. And that's something yeah. else to consider. If you've got characters with low melee stats... Yeah, melee two, um, you find a lot of like healers, don't you? And, yeah, it's sometimes it, it's off, and fairies are definitely. We'll get to fairies in a minute. Are definitely ones to consider maintaining those that extra energy because um, they've got so much of it anyway. So. Might be worth mentioning as well. The active player um, can choose first whether they want to get the bonus cards. Yeah. So, yeah, if you are going to take the book, if if you're attacking and you know you want the bonus cards, make sure you take them before your opponent. Just in case, you know. Well, but it, it only really matters if you end up with a lot of cards. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just both getting two and it's random anyway. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um. So then on to Graddock again. Oh, he's not too bad in many actually. He's running. He's so four, freaking hard to kill, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's got the so many times again. Yeah. Armor. Tough as old boots, so he heals too. That only helps him if he does survive. It doesn't yeah, yeah. hard to kill that. The rest of it is the rest of it is not um melee orientated, it's all arcane. Uh, the reason you think it's hard to kill is just because the last two times I've used him against you, he's just tanked so much. Yeah, yeah. Just well it's because he's got a melee of four, which is yeah, not that bad. Really high, yeah. You know, with a melee of four you're often getting a card that you want. I mean there's there's dedicated melee characters with a melee of four. So Fritzer got melee of four. Uh, I think a lot of actually have four. I think five, five. five is the fancy hat territory, isn't it? So yeah. not many factors are any other than fancy hat. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Wasp has got five, Wasp. I think, and Fence has got six. Fence has got six. Yeah, so it's it's a. There's a couple that have got more, but yeah, many. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, his um, signature move is old slip step. He's got one inch melee. So bear in mind, all of them cover one. He took that. He got one inch melee. Um, does impact on a high guard, so he can actually damage with it. It's quite good. Here's one one that it's a high guard but does damage. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's only, only one, and you have to be obviously with an inch. It's no bonuses, but and then he can move an inch as well. Yeah. So basically, he bashes you with his pipe and then yeah. then slips away. <laughs> the little dance, I think. Yeah. Uh, I love Quaddock. I, yeah, I, I own him now. So I'm very happy. Quaddock <laughs> um, is also one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't think of him because he's got no bonuses or anything. He's not got anything. But he's surprisingly... Because yeah, it's because of the melee of four. So if you don't kill him... If you haven't activated anything, I might want him to survive. You can spend that one energy. Yeah. To get to be need to carrying six cards, which is pretty good. Yeah, it is good. I mean he'll die to he'll probably still die to like Fancy Hat or Fritz or someone like that, but um Yeah. 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 Good solid all rounder really. Yeah. So um, next up young Jack, yeah, a melee four. Yeah. Same as same as um Graddock. Yeah, so he's another melee. He's definitely a more melee orientated though, because he's got a sword that does plus two Slicing and plus one piercing, and it reduces all damage by minus all one. Damage, so it includes magic, includes everything. Yep. Magic shield. Um, um, so he's, yeah, he's definitely more melee orientated. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then he's got shield bash, so it's impact damage. <clears throat> Does damage on everything. Low, not, uh, not on thrust. Not on thrust. Um, don't know why it says zero because he can't get any bonuses to damage. Oh, not on impact. No. no. This is. Oh, there's probably a way to get yeah. that damage. Um, um, and the other step is the enemy model moves two inches away. So it's definitely that's actually a, it's, interestingly, yeah. he's an exception really, isn't he? Where um, his signature move. It's on a low guard, I suppose. Well, he's a melee, a melee cat where signature move is on a low guard. Yeah, and it's kind of defensively-ish because he yeah. moved the enemy away from you. He could do some damage, but he, he doesn't get any bonuses to that damage. It's only like one, yeah. two, two, etc. But um, but he pushes the enemy away, which is quite yeah, useful. It's handy in a pinch. Um, well, I find with melee characters, yeah, with um, often because you're going in, you're trying to kill someone. It's... This might get him out of trouble, but it's one I didn't even know what his, his signature move was because I've probably never used it. Well, because often you're just, you just trying to kill, kill something. Yeah. And he needs help, though. It's the same with a lot of the gnomes. Um, like, he, he could do with help from Quarrel to get mm. a plus two melee. Suddenly he's melee six. Yeah, then he's with, on par with in, the in the attacker, he's melee eight, yeah. which is a bit scary. Yeah. If he's within range of Marmagin, well, he's nine. So, um, yeah, that's the same with all the gnomes, isn't it? They're always better with, with other gnomes around. Yep. The last gnome is Morris. Um, probably still, in my opinion, the most underrated character in the game. Yeah, he's absolutely amazing, I think. The only melee three, but he does plus two impact, which is horrific. He's tough with old boots, but again, that's kind of irrelevant. Um, his melee, he's on falling swing. Does nothing against high guard, but does two, 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 and two, and two for everything else. And the scary thing with it is the bit at the bottom damage from this attack cannot be reduced by passive abilities. Yep. So if he hits like Fancy Hat, and Fancy Hat has any of those, and he gets, let's say he does um, double, he gets two, six damage he's just done. I think yeah. that kills Fancy Hat in one go. And, and he gets plus two on... That's what I mean, yeah. So if he, even, yeah. even, even, even if he plays two... Yeah. He's um, one of these characters that really wants a specific card that can help when you're playing against him. Yeah. You know he really wants that Fallen Swing. Yeah, because um, he gets a plus two impact anyway. But yeah. if he plays a falling swing, you can't use anything. But the thing with that is, is that you know that that's his best card to play by miles. Yeah, so you're probably going to want to play a high. And then he knows you know that, and that's yeah. when it. But then, yeah. the only other thing that is like a rising attack. Um, like if you played it against, if you played a high guard and he played a rising attack, you would suffer some damage. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't get the reduct the um reduced by passabilities <clears throat> thing. So. But yeah, no, I think he can be he can be terrifying, and he's only melee three, and he's not malicious, so he can't benefit from mm, he um, can't get the, the, from quarrel, so he can't get the bonuses from quarrel, but he can be terrifying. And I think he's getting one of those models that you don't look at him and think he's really good in melee, but he mm. could be just terrible. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's the gnomes. We're on to humans, who are generally speaking quite good in melee. If you turn the page, I can turn the page. First one, fancy hat, the classic. <laughs> Classic melee character. Yeah. Melee five, range two, and that makes a massive difference. Yeah, so gnomes in their in that um initial set don't have any one with range yeah, two. Yeah, Joanna does who's coming in, yeah. but yeah. Um Yep, so he does plus one piercing and slicing, and he's minus two against all non magical because of his armour, so he is very good in combat. But his best thing actually is his um signature anyway. 
Yeah, Master Strike. So his signature yeah. is on falling swing, does slicing, so he gets plus one. Nothing against high guard again, uh, does zero against falling swing, so it'll do one. Does one against thrust, which is better than a normal falling swing. Mm-hmm. Two against sweeping cut, three, and then two, same as normal. But he gets to counter on falling swing, thrust, and sweeping cut. Yeah, it's very rare play. to get multiple counters, in fact, I don't yeah. know if anyone else does. There's a couple that do, yeah. 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 Um, which we'll get to. And the reason why that's important, because he's got plus one damage. If he plays a falling swing and you pay a thrust, he can do the one damage plus one, then play another falling swing, and get plus one damage plus one, and then counter with another falling swing. And do one damage plus one. Uh, you don't right, have to yeah. play all three at once. Yeah. He's only, you only ever want to play the one yeah, falling swing. Because he can count, he can chain the counters. Yeah. Which you can't normally do with anyone else, because normally you counter mm-hmm. with a high guard and then you not another high guard and counter again because you're not doing any damage. Mm-hmm. Um so he's one that you can and because he gets that plus one, you can you can multiply it, which is a bit scary. And I've done that before, where someone plays like a sweeping cut and I did three damage and then three damage and then three <laughs> damage, did nine damage. Wow. Just terrifying. Um, so he can be really good for that. And even against a falling swing, which normally you do none for, he'll do three if you have three of them. Which means they wouldn't nice, play a falling yeah, swing because you'd yeah. have all three of them. <laughs> but you know what I mean. He can he can chain that attack, which is which is quite scary. Um, <clears throat> we've got Eric. Um, Eric's actually really useful with Fancy Hat. I mean, they do just go together because he gives Fancy Hat plus two melee. So... so if Eric's within four inches of Fancy Hat, he's in a standard seven, mm-hmm. which is particularly high. Yes, yeah. Um, which is the highest standard. Um, so he, uh, he's he got an upgrade to the Quilted Armour because he's got a leather jerkin. Which yeah, is so reduce slicing and piercing. And piercing yeah. um, he's Apart from that, he's then got your regret that, same as um, Mama Gimbal. Yep. So not, not much else to say for him, really. No, no, uh, really no buffs or anything for him. Yep. So Eric's the same, really. And then Flintlock. Melee three, melee. What you find for the humans, uh, even the ones who aren't particularly melee orientated, melee three is still quite good because mm. you can buff it with an extra one and have five cards. That's actually not too bad. You've got a dagger plus one piercing. That's it. Um, and his signature is tactical treat, same as Quarrel. Yes. So uh, similar uh, roles. Yeah. So again, yes, yeah, very similar roles, aren't they? Yeah. Actually, and interestingly, they both have plus one damage on something. His is plus one slicing. His is plus one he's piercing. Got, yeah, he's got Dirk. He's got dagger. Yeah, yeah, so very, very similar though. So Flintlock and Quarrel are really, really similar, aren't they? Um, Both on, yeah, on a high guard, so it's the same. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, so, so not much I'll say for him. Really, yeah. Yep, so Quack, he's a, obviously a typical wizard. He's actually a wizard and a cleric, interestingly. Um, he's a weakling, which we haven't met. I don't think anyone else is a weakling yet. We've got two so far. No, not yet. So no. he's minus one damage. Gnomes don't have anyone that's a weakling, no way. They're all no, tough or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he does less damage. It's not really that big a deal, I don't think, because most of the time he's not going to be in combat anyway. Um, but he has also got Blinding Powder, which is really useful. And, and I used it in, in the tournament I went to. I used it on, I think it was on Fancy Hat, and he called a bluff, and I wasn't. And I reduced his melee to one. Oh, yeah, Blinding Powder is absolutely horrendous. Um, it yeah. can just... Not I know I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I used... He was playing humans, I was playing... Fairies. I made Quack do blinding powder on Fancy um, <laughs> with Silver Tongue, and he reduced his melee to one. Suddenly, Fancy Hat standing there with just terrible melee start. Yeah, that's very, very useful. Melee yeah. and Arcane, but obviously, we're just talking about. Melee. Yeah, it was mainly Arcane, but you're mainly Melee. Um, yeah. 
So his um, signature is Gone with a Puff. It's on low guard, does no damage, obviously. Um, the enemy model has minus two melee stat for the remainder of the turn, and this model will move four inches. Mm. So it's really good, actually. And that's another thing that we mentioned we haven't mentioned yet, is there are some really good defensive signature moves. Yeah, they can really get you they out of trouble. They can really like either screw, screw up your opponent event, yeah. or really get you out of trouble, but they're always on people with really low melees. Yes. Um, we'll get to Shabaroons a bit later, which is the ultimate one of those. Yeah, definitely. Quacks is really good. You know, yep. the enemy is minus two melee. It's just terrible for almost everyone. And he can move four inches, but he only has a melee of two. I mean, basically, move four inches, You, unless they haven't used their jog yet, you probably they're probably not going to be able to get and attack you again. Yep. It's unlikely. Especially, especially as he has premonition. Um, when the models move target of an action, after they discarded their energy, uh, maybe took the action to make a reaction step. That's it, yeah. So before they even type doing it, you can do that. Yeah. So, yeah, so Quack is, um, I think Quack's quite underrated. I don't think he's used to, I don't... I haven't, I haven't really used him, I don't think. I haven't used him so much. He's really so, good with yeah. Flintlock. He's he, a plus two he arcane. Gives him arcane five. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be really good with some of the new humans coming as well. He'll be really good with like Daniel. Give Daniel plus two arcane to make Ender's Nine really, really, really easy to cast. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, um, he's got a lot of Lot that he can do if there's, yeah, he's, he's always with got this three energy. Do, there's a lot he can do, yeah. and another reason why he's really good with Daniel. Daniel, Daniel can give him four energy, so he can then do foresight, healing, and blinding powder in one turn, <laughs> um, which is terrible. Yeah, um, so that's Quack. Next up, Fritz. Yeah, he's one of the typical uh, glass cannon Fritz, yeah, isn't he? One of the ultimate um, damage dealers, really. old damage dealer, but <clears throat> dies quickly if you're not careful. He's got a great sword plus three slicing. Um, and plus one impact and piercing, so that's pretty terrifying. And he's got intimidate. Yes, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. another one that would be really good with that. Well, Daniel's good with everyone. Oh, I forgot. Damage. Intimidate does minus oh oh minus two arcane. Yeah, we usually do it then go and hit them and they usually die. Yeah. Um. But um, he uh, <clears throat> yeah. He has no defensive buffs at all, though. Well, I, I mean, Intimidate's kind of a defensive buff because you can see what the cards are, but... Um... Uh, yeah, so it gives him predictable combat, and, which I think the Vizbid has. Vizbid has anyway, yeah. Um, basically, you can see your opponent's hand. You can't see what they're going to play, yeah. but you can see the hand Yeah. before they play the card. And he's got Corn Cutter, so it does damage on, on almost everything apart from low guard. So this is the first um, AoE... That we've seen, isn't it? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and it's also slicing, so it gets that plus three. So it's actually against the high guy, does five damage. Yeah. Um, and then does deals two slicing damage to all models within two inches that did not participate in this round of melee. Yeah, so, you've got so he's also a two inch melee, which I forgot to mention. Yeah, you've got to be careful with placement of that because you don't want to hit your own. People. Yes, you do. You do. Uh, um, obviously, it doesn't affect him because he participates in the melee, so he's fine. Yeah, but, or the person yeah. that you, you just hit, but yeah. basically, he just hits everyone else around him. Yeah. Um, but it's quite a lot of damage. So he can do terrible bust damage. I tend to find that I think the thing that Fritz struggles with is his plus one of age, so he tends to die or be dying before he gets mm. there. I tend to find with Fritz, he'll go and kill someone, but he'll suffer a lot of damage in return. He tend, yeah, he tends to take. Unless you're lucky and you're and you're two inches away and never got one smell, in which case you will murder them. But he's one of those ones. I think you've done it a couple of times. Uh, you want to be careful if you're using him and someone can make him like mind control him because he does so much melee damage. And he does it in area potentially. Yeah. He could devastate uh, your own team accidentally. So yeah. 
Yes, but I've done, yeah, done it before where mind controlled him to hit someone else. Whereas normally it's bad enough being attacked by one of your own people, but he can attack multiple people with one attack. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Last human is. It's last human. No, not last human. But next human is Agatha. Melee three. She's got concealed dagger, so plus one piercing and plus one additional plus one on rising attack. So she's plus two on rising attack. Mm, yeah, that's surprising. And again, another kind of supporty character who's a melee of three. I love Agatha. I think she's a great character. Mm. Um, and she buffs other soldiers and mercenaries around her as well. In that they each time they perform melee action, they gain plus one energy. So she is good. She's good with Fritz. Um, and then yeah, the first time, yeah, yeah anyway, the first yeah, time yeah, basically yeah. means he can attack four times. Yeah. Um, and then her um, signature move is one of my favourite named ones, which is Hell Hath No Fury. Um, it's on high guard. Does no damage, but it means you can counter against a falling swing, thrust, sweeping cut, mm. and a rising attack. Wow. Basically, you can't counter against high guard and low guard, but if they play that, you're not going to care anyway. Yeah. <laughs> because then you're, you're not suffering any damage. But against any of, the, any of the attacks that can cause damage, she can counter against it, which is really good. Mm. Um, she can't stack that, obviously, because it doesn't do any damage. But um, it is a pretty good one to play. The next up, Fire Flavius. Ah, nice. he's, a, he's, a, he's a cleric who's actually not bad in melee because he's got a melee of four. Melee four, yeah. He's yeah. better melee than he's arcane, despite the fact he's a healer. Oh, okay. Natural padding's minus two as well. That's, uh, yeah, but only gets impact. Only gets impact. It only really works good for people that are going to choose impact. Yeah, that's the thing. With with a lot of the, um, the defensive stuff, the opponent obviously... Well, when they're playing the cards, they, they yeah. will ask you what your defensive buff is and not choose that particular one. Yeah. yeah. So he can't deal slicing or piercing, but does plus one uh, melee, plus one impact. Kind of a big stick. And he's spiteful, so if he causes damage, he gets um, a wound back. Interestingly, his um, uh, signature move is on, is on sweeping cut. He does the impact damage, though, so it changes the slicing on sweeping cut to impact does zero on everything but it does one because he's plus one impact and he restores a wound so um, yeah it's just a way of getting in between in between kind of thing yeah in between but he can do a lot of damage if you're not careful as we found out as the the Jackalope found out yeah he's got nine wounds yeah quite a lot more that's it the most of the humans got oh no hang on Corkin's got got nine Fritz's got nine I think it's got eight. No, Fritz hasn't got eight. Fritz has got eight. eight. Yeah. yeah, yes, it is the most. They're both uh, got most. seven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Kaufman, I don't really know. Yeah, uh, we haven't used Kaufman that much, mainly because I didn't paint him. Uh, okay, I've played ages. against him once, but I just killed him. So. Yeah. I mean, he's not really a melee. He's, he's melee too, so he's one of the people that isn't that great in melee. Um, and he has no buffs at all, either way, for melee at all. To someone you generally speaking you'd be avoiding going into combat completely. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, oh, he's got defensive signature yeah. is on thrust though. It's interesting, it's an, it's an offensive one. Um, do a little bit of damage and you move the enemy models two inches directly. Yeah, away. he literally thrusts himself into you with his gut, yeah. gut barge. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of humans. We then got the two big guys, Boulder and Gotka. Both of them, because, and it's another way that they balance the Tom Balance game out quite well, is that they can do a lot of damage, but they're low melee stats. And generally speaking, high yeah. melee stat is better than damage buff. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Having more yeah. cards is better than having plus two, plus three. And a lot of the, like, obviously the trolls and giants, they, they can do a lot of damage. They have low energy. Yes, they both only have two. Yeah. So, so they're not going to do loads of high damage attacks. They can do two. Yeah, so Boulder is only melee two. It's a range of two, though, so he can hit people from further away. Um, tough skin, so we'll do all damage by minus one. Same with Jack's um, ancestral sword. Plus two impact. We'll go at it fist, which is pretty good. Um, and then his signature is probably one of the most horrific in the game, actually. It's got a thrust called Crushing Embrace. Does two damage against everything, but its impact is four damage against everything. If you happen to get multiple, it's six damage against everything. Um, only works if you're within an inch, but if the enemy suffered any wounds, which they will do, because it's two against everything, mm-hmm. um, they must discard half their energy rounding up. Yeah, that's so, horrific. Yeah. Um, that's really against them like fairies, because half their energy is like three. <laughs> um, so he is really good uh, at doing that, if you can get the cards off, because they're usually really maximum. But you can get six, I suppose, but then you're using up all your energy. Because if you've gone, in, gone into combat um, and then um, upgrades it with additional two cards, mm-hmm. yeah, and he'll do six damage. Yeah. Right, then we've got Gotchka, who is slightly better in melee in that he's got many three and does plus two damage against everything. Yeah, that's um, yeah, amazing, really. Yeah, and he's interestingly strength. got a... His signature move, Kick to the Guts on Rising Attack, it also means the, energy, the enemies lose one energy. And on move to attack away, so both of them have something that, that reduces, takes energy away from the opponent. Yeah. His does less damage. <clears throat> yeah. Even with his brute strength, even brute strength, he'll do less. Yeah, much. But his main job, I think, really is to protect nobles. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry for the background. I might go and see if. Yeah, might stop it for second. Pauses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know how much that pause there, but um, let's go and check my son was okay. Um. So yeah, Gotchka and Boulder are interesting in other than melee. They can be horrific with the mad damage they can do and they can do yeah. none because they've got quite no melee stats which is a, it's a theme of a lot across all of it I mean if if Fritz had melee 6 it would be terrible mm. wouldn't it um, so yeah moving on to goblins right Doug um, who does more damage now actually that's on, that's on here because we're looking at the book and he's been um, buffed a little bit now what's he I can't remember what's he got he just does additional damage I think he does plus one piercing I think as well uh, okay yeah. Um, he can't deal slicing. Um, he's melee four again. That's pretty standard uh, melee four for a slight melee character. Mm-hmm. But he's range three. Yeah, that's huge. Really. Which is really big, yeah. really big. Because um, even yeah, even like fancy hat. If fancy has got no energy and Doug moves up to him with four energy, he can potentially do a lot of damage to him. Yeah. Obviously, the one thing you got to take into account, of course, if you're hitting someone who's out of your melee range or out of their own melee range and they're only going to be playing defensive cards so the damage is always going to be reduced mm-hmm. um, so that's something yeah, to take account. when you look at your hand if you attack let's say you're Doug facing I don't know Eric and he's three inches away um, you know that he's not going to play falling swing thrust or rising attack he might play a sweeping cup because it's slightly defensive if he's got it yeah but if you've got Two high guards and a low guard. Yeah, he's more likely to play a sweeping cut because he's more likely to have it because he's not going to play any of the, the, the attacking cards. Mm-hmm. 
with the exception of a thrust, because thrust is um, well, some of the some of the attacking cards are like a thrust against a uh, falling swing suffers none. Yeah, but against a thrust suffers three. <laughs> so bit risky um, to do that. Bit risky, yeah, but if you didn't have a choice, yeah, you know, that's probably the one you'd play just in case. <clears throat> um, so he's got a lance. I can't, I can't be slicing, but I think it's now plus one piercing. I can't remember what time it's annoying. And he's minus one against piercing and impact as well with his shield. Um, his uh, signature move is ankle biter. So the dog just nibbles at the opponent's ankles. So there's a lot, yeah, three damage. There's a lot of damage. I think it's actually been rushed slightly better as well. I think it's three against thrust now as well, I have a feeling. But um, it, do, you do have to sacrifice you do your have melee to, range. You have to sacrifice your melee range. Actually, I don't find I do that very often, so I, I tend to prefer to be three inches away. I think I'd rather, yeah. Just, be three inches away. Yeah. And not suffering have damage. Have the security of uh, yeah. not suffering anything in return. Yeah. He could buff himself up with one of his abilities to get another plus two. Yeah, he can do charge. Damage. Yeah. Which and is if you've got um, raiding party as well, he can be plus four on that first attack. Yeah, so this, get this first, one, it could be seven. Yeah, first... Um, he could be terrible. He could be absolutely terrible on the first attack action if he charges. Yeah, first Dominion faction that we've talked about. And yes, obviously, Raiding Party didn't apply to either of the other factions. So that makes a big difference to their melee, it, um, I think. Yeah, plus two damage on the first yeah. attack action they make each turn. Yeah, it doesn't count for um, if you're the defending against yeah. someone. But yeah, so essentially everyone here can get plus two melee. Yeah. Yep. So you've got Vicious Midget. Um, he's kind of a bit more like, like a glass cannon as well, a little bit. He's minus two damage from playtime, but he's only got five health. Mm. He's melee five, though. Um, he's got midget, so he's minus one damage against Falling Swing. He likes being around Gotchgut, though, because he's a melee of seven. Oh, Gotchgut's yeah. nearby, melee seven. Yeah. Um, to give Gotchgut on his side, and <laughs> he's standing <laughs> near his place. That's horrific. Um... So he's only range one, but he's got vicious, which is pretty terrible as well. Pretty horrific. Every time he causes a wound, um, he gets one energy back. Yeah, yeah, it makes him. He can do a lot of attacks. He can do a lot of attacks. Um, he has one of my favourite uh, named signature moves. Yeah, as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Groin tickler. Um, that's uh, yeah, another one that can't damage can't be reduced by passive abilities. That's uh, quite a lot as well. Oh, the endstep effect as well. Yeah, cool. place him anywhere. Yeah, hopping around. Which is also particularly good if they've gone to tag you and they're like two inches away. If he plays that, he won't do damage to them, but he can then move yeah. to be in contact. So, yeah. And it does three, three, two, two damage. does quite a lot of damage, so. so he can, um, yeah, he can get a lot of attacks potentially, and uh, you know, he's got three energy, so. Pretty good melee character, I think. He's pretty good, but if you're not careful, he can suddenly die. Like if, you, if he suffered two, if he's suffered two wounds suddenly, and he'd suffer three, and he's dead. Mm. That five health really affects him, but yeah. but then otherwise he'd be too good. So that makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Beaky, <coughs> we looked at Beaky earlier because he's interesting. Actually, he's only melee two, so he's and he's a weakling. Um, so he's all melee damage by minus one, um, and, and um, he has no other. Defensive buffs apart from minus one magical, but we're usually relatively irrelevant. Yeah, except against Beaky. Except against Beaky, <laughs> and against a couple of others as well. Yeah, but he's got his signature move. And interestingly, for a wizard who's only melee two, he's got an offensive one, which is actually terrible. It's actually horrific. 
Yeah, that's um, amazing. It's on yeah. thrust. It does three damage against everything apart from Sweeping Cut. It's magical. Yeah, so that uh, will get around plate armour, I think, won't it? Yeah. And a couple yeah, of yeah, things yeah. like um, Got Cut's armour and the ones who've got the minus one slicing and piercing. Yeah, and just ignore all that. You're taking the damage. Taking damage. And it's a lot of damage. So, yeah, you could do nine damage, potentially. Yeah. Plus raiding party, so 11, if you got that card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah, so he's... But quite a tough as he got melee too. With very few ways. I don't think he's got any ways to boost his melee. Uh, does he... No, so he'd have to be attacking and get an incredibly lucky hand. Yeah, but he could yeah. at least do... He could constantly do a three fairly well. Yeah. He could do a three quite well. Yeah. So... <clears throat> got Boom Boom. He has... Oh, no, there we go. There's there's a way that um, he could do better. Sucker Punch, Goblins, Dex, Mary Attack, plus, oh, plus two damage. I oh, know, I thought it was plus two melee. Oh, so he's up to 13 damage potentially then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or or if, he, if he's done that on Doug, who then does charge, and has the raiding party, he's plus six damage. Yeah. Uh, and then gets... <laughs> and then gets plus one the, piercing as well, yeah. so plus seven damage. If he does a piercing so attack. 16 total, he could do maximum. Yep, that's pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's got no other bonuses or minuses. It's like a punch is obviously one big cast. His uh, signature move, however, is really good, actually. It's a typical get out of there. It's called Now You See Me. Um, doesn't do damage because it's on low guard, but he can be placed anywhere within six inches. Yeah, he's really good if he's carrying a moonstone because suddenly he can move six inches. Yeah, that's the furthest we've seen so far, isn't it? Yeah, that you can just leg it. Yeah, and it used to be when the game first came out, you didn't be able to use be able to use Enter effects at all if you were outside of if, if they yeah. were to melee. But now you can use them if they don't directly affect your enemy. Yeah, so it's always um, um, a risk. So he's pretty good at getting out of combat basically because he can he can quite easily be melee five. Yeah. Um, He's got four energy as well, and there's no reason why you wouldn't hang on to it. Yeah, yeah he's a nice one. Seasick, who's not actually as good as this anymore. Yeah, he used to be the terror of the... Uh, he's been... He's been he? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> melee four. He's a bit of an all-rounder, really, because he's melee four and arcane four. But anyway, his melee is still pretty, he's still pretty good. I think he's still plus... One, I think it's plus one piercing now rather than plus two. Mm-hmm. I think his thrust doesn't do four and how it does three, but I can't yeah, remember. which is the highest uh, on this in the book. It's the highest, um, yeah, with four number. Um, it, well, he was able to do six quite easily. Well, only if they put a thrust, which you probably wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, his yeah. effect is quite fun as well. If no, they, three wounds, they can't jog, no, three into melee. He's as another thing to think about with him and Doug is you can control a huge area of the board by putting them. Well, about seven inches away from each other. Yeah. Suddenly you're controlling an area of about 14 inches across the board where people can't jog through. Yeah. Um, so. yeah which is pretty, I mean, yeah. So other factions have multiple people with two inch minutes, I think. But that's pretty unique to the Goblin. There's no other faction that can control anywhere near that, that amount of the board with just two characters. Mm. That's quite unique for them. Yeah. Um, um but he has no defensive stuff at all. No. So he does die very quickly if not careful with seven health. Um, <clears throat> obviously, with most of the goblins, he's minus one evade, so he has that, that against Arcane. But in melee, he will die fairly quickly. Um, and we've got Shabaroon, 
who's obviously the ultimate terrible in melee. <laughs> He's got the lowest melee stat of anyone in the game. Melee of one, but then he does have one of the best defensive. He does have one of the best defensive <laughs> signature moves if you can get it off. Um, upgrade on a high guard obviously deals no damage, but this model was defender and was not slain. Uh, it restores all wounds and energy and placed anywhere within eight inches. Within eight inches, they're definitely not getting to you then. Yeah. Even if they haven't jogged, they'd have to use all their energy just to get to you, usually. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, that can be very handy at the right moment. But obviously very hard to get off because only melee one. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, yeah. And then last two goblins, Fire Spitter. Who has is no melee at all, really. Melee of two. Minus one gets non magical with Amshackle armor. Same as Gotchgut. Predictable combat. Predictable combat, which we discussed earlier with Fritz. So yeah. he's always got that. So you always have to reveal your cards. He's, he's only melee two. Yeah, he might be with predictable combat. I mean, that might be worse than, than Chaperoon, really, because he has to show his cards and he only gets two. Yep. At least with Chaperoon, you don't know what he's got. Yep. And his. Um, Signature is panic and flee on low guard. Doesn't know damage. You can move them three inches away, but then discard all energy. <laughs> so, yeah. But he's not melee. He's not supposed to be. He's a, he's a horrific arcane really, character. Yeah, really don't want him melee. And also, his amazing arcane ability you can't use if he's engaged, so you really don't want him melee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, last goblin is Grub. He's actually really quite good in melee. <laughs> Yeah, he's melee four, and yeah. um, which is pretty good. That's the same as Fritz. That's the same as Doug. His melee damage is magical, really useful, which gets through yeah. loads of people's different people's armor. And his um, signature is really good if you can get it off. So rising attack, it does two, three, three, two, and one damage down going down the list, and zero against rising attack. But if he slays the model, he restores all energy, all normal wounds. <laughs> So if he gets lucky, or even if he's just finishing someone off, he could suddenly have all his energy back again. Yeah, he's a good one. And so yeah, having all his attacks is magical. Yeah. Because um, I think Beaky only he gets magical on his signature. signature yeah. yeah. There's some fairies that've got magical, but they're not. They haven't got that as their signature. Yeah. The same oh, there's some fairies. What? Oh, well, we'll get to them. Diana it? and Tito, but they're all magical traps, daggers. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But Grub is kind of supposed to be half fairy anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's surprisingly good. I like Grub. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's for a while, well, but also with his movement stuff, he can do. I think I'm, yeah, it's one that I haven't really used, maybe used him once. Yeah. <laughs> right, last lot onto the fairies. So, um, Tito, who's just one of the most worst people to face ever, because <laughs> he's virtually immune to Arcane if you haven't targeted that, and virtually immune to melee mm, as yeah, well. She's got decent melee four. Decent melee four. She's got into other dagger as well, so she can, if you're not careful, do damage because it's magical. Mm. Um, she's got can't hit me, which a couple of fairies have got, which basically means that the opponent does no damage. Yep. No matter what they it's do. The opponent's attack deals uh, zero with the line through it. Yep. To you this round. Uh, so there's nothing they can do to get around that. It doesn't matter what they have yep. on there. And actually, she's got six yeah. energy. She can often buff her melee. She's mm. often got six cards. Yes, that's the thing with fairies. They they really can afford to buff. Mm. So And they've got mostly, I think, good melees, haven't they? Because four here, six on the next one. Uh, yeah, apart from that, I think three is only two. But yeah, they're not. Yeah. yeah. So then they. But they're all weaklings. Yeah. Yeah. They're all weaklings. Yeah. 
So um, that's what I'm taking into account yeah, with them. The only faction that everyone's a weakling. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. one that's coming out that's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is um, the... Herbert Greywatton. Which is Grubbs. Grubbs evolved. Yeah, he's half cop, but he's not a weakling. Fair, yeah. But um, he's very good with fairies, actually. Cool. But uh, yeah. Next up, Fencer, who's, who Tom thinks is the best melee character in the game. Highest um, melee stat. Highest standing melee stat. I think she also now does plus one piercing damage as well. Okay. Um, uh, she's got spiteful, so she gets yeah. wounds back. But her, because she's melee six, so she's got a really high melee stat anyway. Um, but her signature does damage against everything. One, two, two, one, two, two. And like Morris and... Uh, who else? Midget. Yeah, it's midget. Damage cannot be reduced by passive abilities, including her own weakling. Yep. So gets through her own weakling. And I think she's now plus, like I said, she's now plus one piercing, so she can reliably get like two or three thrusts against any of these. So she could be, like, if they play like a low guard, she's still doing, and she's got two or three, she's reliably doing five or six damage. Yeah. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, and probably. she's Dominion. So if you've got Raiding Party, yeah. she could reliably do like 7 or 8 damage. And it's not being reduced. So if she's hitting, uh, for example, um, uh, Midget, he's dead. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, if she's hitting Fancy Hat, he's probably dead. Yeah, I think with the offensive plus quite a bit of defence as well. So good And also, the, the reason that Volta is good, so Volta's ability she's got if his character suffers piercing damage, is that a thrust suffers the most damage against the thrust. Yeah. Which is only piercing. Yeah. So it means even if she plays it and let's say she's got two and they've got a, 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 got a thrust which would normally suffer three damage and they suffer one. Mm-hmm. And then spiteful you should heal it, heal it back. So. <laughs> yeah. Unless they got bonuses of course. Yeah. But There's a lot going on on that card. Yeah. Isn't there? Yeah. Um, and she's got enfeeble to reduce all their melee damage by, by minus X. So she casts that first. Yeah. Because um, even though it's three, which normally you know she's got five energy, so she could still. Yeah, I did it on um, in the in the tournament game I played against humans. I did it on Fritz, <laughs> and I got a three. Uh, so basically, just it deleted his bonuses. Yeah, and then I did, then I made Quack cast blinding hand on him, so he had melee of two with no bonuses to his damage. <laughs> he was like, oh god, <laughs> and then I murdered him. <laughs> um, so yeah, offensive is really good. I think he's. Possibly underrated actually because they've got a range of one, but yeah. And then Freya, obviously, no bonuses to damage, about minus two melee damage, melee of two. She's got can't hit me, so name is T2, yeah, so, so not much to say for her really. Just not as good at getting just it. Don't want her in combat, yeah. You want her behind everyone else, um, because there's nothing she can do, um, except obviously she can defend herself. And she's got five energy, so you can be getting those. those Two, she shouldn't be normally having four cards, yeah, um, or three if he's surrounded, and hopefully we'll get that can't hit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice one to have. Next up is my favorite melee character. I do love wasp, which is wasp. Yeah, yeah. Um, range of two, spiteful. Only one in fairies at the moment. The range of two. I think. Yes. Yeah. That's a big, yeah. big thing on its own. Anyway, um, Buckler is amazing. Yeah. Can't count critical hits against his character. Although you'd have to be careful with him against, like, or Fencer, or... Because that's a passive ability. Because it's a passive ability. Yeah, so... So, yeah, like, Morris gets through that. Yeah. And just, just carves him in half. Yeah. Um, but, of all those people, he's the only one with a two-inch melee. 
Yeah. So as long as he's two inches away, that doesn't work for them. So, um, another reason why he's really good. So he's got um, rage as well. So target fairy loses weak link, which is really good. So he can make other fairies better in combat. Mm-hmm. But the most impressive thing with him, obviously, is um, that his signature move is on a high guard, mm-hmm. but does damage. And quite a lot. And a lot, yeah. Not just... Because I think uh, Raddock a... does like one, one, one. Yeah. Like he's also plus two piercing. So basically he's plus one with his um, weakling. Yeah. So against the fallen thing, that's four damage. Yeah. Standard. Wow. Yeah. So you've been cut even, that's four damage. Um, and because he's playing a high guard, you can't be countering it. And it's still defensive. Yeah. So you're still going to suffer less and you can't do critical hits. He is one of my favourite models. I've used him... But I've used, I think I've used fairies once or twice. I've used him both times. Yeah. And he's just, yeah, he's reliable. Yeah. He's not going to get killed straight away usually because of Buckler. It'd be interesting at some point yeah. to do like a super melee Dominion troop. Mm. Wasp, Fencer, Doug, Midget, yeah. Gotchka, <laughs> and probably Freya for a healer. And just see what you can do in melee. Against yeah. like a human lift, which is generally melee orientated. I guess the difference now is. Um, you can't always ensure that you get uh, raiding party. Because it's no, you can't with the way the way the deck cards yeah, just a good but... thing because you always take it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So wasp is obviously yeah, he's a good melee. Then we've got butterfingers melee three. So and weakling, no other melee stuff for him. His signature move is fairy dust. Reduce all damage stuff by minus two, and the character must discard two ending. So he's a, again a typical defensive one. What I notice with, with a lot of the fairy ones, his is on high guard. Uh, Wasp is on high guard. Freya's on yeah, high guard. guard. Tito's on high guard. Yeah. Fence is on thrust. So most of them are on defensive cards. Um, so yeah, I, Butterfingers. It's hard for me to talk about. I barely use him. Um, he's got better now because Butterfingers now only cost two. Uh, okay. And I think something else has happened as well. I think that only cost clumsy cuts, might only cost two as well. Yeah, surprisingly. You'd, well, we won't go into too much about his general card, but you'd think he'd be used a bit more because the Butterfing is so good, but I'm not seeing yeah. too much. We've tried using him more, really. He's a really funny character. I really like him. Yeah. The model looks great. He's kind of carrying a little handbag. <laughs> it's really camp. Um, but again, quite a, again, another good defensive ability, you know, reduced damage by minus two. And then um, enemy character must discard two energy. It means that there's a good chance they can't hit you again. Yeah. It's a human. Well, that's the last time it hit you. Yeah. Silver so. <coughs> tongue. One of my favourite models. This is. Pose. Yeah. Just well, one of the most horrific fairies to face ever. <laughs> and his pose is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Melee four, which is pretty high actually, because he's not really a melee character. Yeah. Weakling is normal. Concealed dagger. So. Plus one, oh, same. Um, and then plus same as so Agatha. Uh, Agatha. So I guess by his weakling. So actually, if he plays a rising attack he's and does damage with it, he's actually plus, just plus, plus, plus one. one yeah. And then his signature is quite fun. Threats and promises. It does a rising attack, so it either choose to do this or do the damage because it deals none. Reduce damage by minus three, but the enemy character gains three energy but may not target this model. Yeah, that's With an action to make the turn, so... So basically, in the right circumstance, you do that, the enemy doesn't matter if they get a plus three. Yeah. But you don't want to do that if they can go and attack someone else. Yes. You probably just play the wise attack. Just don't play it, yeah. Yeah. Or you probably wouldn't play it at all, yeah. Yeah. But it's an interesting one, that is. 
It can save him, but kill yeah, someone else. Three damage. Yep. I mean, I think we're on for the last one. Excuse me. Diana. Diana. My favourite character in the whole game. A bit of a hard on for Diana. <laughs> As anyone that ever listens to me talk or watches anything that I've ever done about Moonstone will know that I'm a massive hard on for Diana. <laughs> Don't know why. Um, I do know why, and I talked about why before. Uh, so she's melee four, so again, pretty good melee. That's the same as Fritz and Doug. She's got an enchanted dagger, which I'll, which I think I've mentioned that Tita's got a enchanted dagger, so yeah, she does yeah, magical damage. Um, no other melee stuff. And her uh, um, signature is on sweeping cut, so another defensive one, um, but does damage. It's actually the same damage that you'd normally do on sweeping cut, but it's magical. Yeah. Uh, and you can move two inches, which is good, but if you die, you do a bit of damage to the enemy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think with Diana is you probably don't really want her in melee unless you're finishing someone off. No, if she, you do, you want yeah. Gotch Gut nearby anyway to bodyguard her because she's a noble. Yeah, it's so, just handy to have that magical damage in case you've got a, someone in armour that you need to just finish off. Yeah. Yeah, but then if you do that, you may as well just do horrifying vision. Yeah. True, yeah. I, don't, I think yeah. there's rarely a chance I would actually send her into combat. Yeah. I would rather hit them with Arcane from distance because her Arcane's pretty good. Um, Taking me feet on fear first. Yeah, I guess it's more of a deterrent, really, isn't it? Mm. You know. It is a bit more of a deterrent, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, that's all the characters covered so far. Um, we won't cover, obviously, the new one. We'll do that another time. Um, we've kind of covered our fate, but something we like... Wasp is probably my favourite melee character. Mm-hmm. So if I was thinking this, if I was thinking my character like in melee, it's going to be Wasp. Um, um yeah, what should mine would be if I chose someone else? Uh, well, it'd have to be a gnome. <laughs> probably Graddock because I can't bloody kill him. <laughs> yeah, at the moment it's Graddock, but not because he's good in melee, just because he's lucky. Uh, I think Billy's really good. And you haven't eaten that much. You often no, drop Billy. Yeah. <coughs> I just think wild swing. Then you can do an enormous amount of damage. Yeah. Probably have a Billy, which I think you made before in the past. It's because of all his movement, he can go really fast. It's easy to accidentally get make him isolated. Yeah, and he's not particularly tough. I mean, he's got quilted armor, but yeah, he's not one of the. Yeah. Not one of the tougher ones. Um, what about in terms of characters that don't come out? Which, which, which ones do you reckon you'll like in melee? Mm-hmm. A lot coming out, obviously. Uh, I mean, you've got Bristlenose, the troll, who's terrifying. I think um, the uh, the witch that can get a random amount of extra damage would be really, really good. Zor, yeah. Zor, yeah. Zor, damage, yeah. No, she, actually, yeah. she's like the melee one of the three, yeah. so... Um, um, Daniel's quite fun because he you, you reduce your melee stat when he gets to get hit by him. Yeah, permanently. Thwack. Next game, yeah, thwack. Um, um, but that's the lesser role, I think. But also, the Revenant is also really Revenant's good. Revenant's interesting. really good anyway because yeah. you can't kill him. But um, he's also got seen it all before. So basically gives the enemy predictable combatant. You have to show the cards. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's another, I think Old Colders has got that as well. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen yeah, Old as much because we haven't right, got yeah. the cards. We haven't got the um, thingy for it yet. I think um, um, the beast is obviously quite good. Yeah, um, I think. And so is Anya. Trigger Anya. There's quite a lot of stuff coming out, obviously. It's going to be really yeah, unless we've got some really nasty melee characters coming out. They have, yeah. Um, Joanna is pretty good now. 
And Loki. Yeah, actually, of all the gnomes, I don't know if we haven't covered Joanna, but yeah, Joanna, two-inch melee gnome. Additional lot, damage. Lot additional damage and... Incredibly tough. And very tough to take out, so... Yeah, up to minus three. Yeah, she has a maximum damage, yeah. But that's fair, because she's better in melee. Definitely, anyway. yeah. You don't want to hold that. Yeah. But she was also involved in one of my favourite combats I've ever had, which is when Wasp murdered almost the entire troop by himself. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you, you remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> I think he killed four people by himself. That was horrific. I also think it worked really badly because he killed, I think, one person at the end of one turn and then two at the beginning of the next. Yes. I might have to go and watch yeah. that battle in a second because that, <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Um, yeah, that was pretty bad. Because I basically just murdered everyone around Joanna so she'd lost her butt That's and then it. murdered and her. And then just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fancy mm-hmm. um, obviously really good in combat, but I don't use Fancy as much anymore. Yeah. I don't use humans as much. Yeah, same here. I haven't used humans very much lately. Uh, well, say lately, like for ages, I haven't used them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my house coming out. A librarian's an interesting one because another one with three inch melee. So I don't think she's yes. got. I don't think she's got anything buffs in melee, but no, very good with the three inch melee. Uh, like bubble what she can make doesn't her signature like does it push people or I think it's I can't else? remember what signature does yeah it does something like that but I know that um, from playing against the librarian a couple of times even without the buffs just having the three inch melee just go and poke people and do a couple of damage with no fear yeah. of retaliation is very useful yeah she could almost and she can also just engage like two or three people yeah and then just sit it. there and then you either can't jog Yes, you got a step. Very good. She's buffing. That's, oh, that's what we didn't mention. I knew I the thing right at the beginning. I said I want to mention. Uh, um, I remembered it. Yes, is uh, ganging up whatever it's called. Oh yeah. So if you're attacking someone and you're engaged by another enemy, you're minus melee. They aren't plus. Yeah, you you're plus. just minus. Yeah. Only it. And that's really useful. That's really important with those three inch melees. Because like very example, let's say I don't want to to actually go and hit someone. I might be casting her other abilities. And then just make sure she's... But then just yeah. walk up and disengage someone. It's like, yeah, you can't get me, but you're stuck. And it, it can prevent them because they can't jog away from her. So they have to yeah. step if they want to get away. Yeah, um, makes them use energy. And with a three-inch melee, if potentially you go base-to-base with them, they might not even be able to step away. Yeah. But they can hit you. They can hit you. Yeah, so Sorry. depending on who it is, you might want to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to coming out? Soon, it's melee you want to take to back, and it looks really fun. Um, um, oh, the pirates! The pirate, the pirates are pretty yeah. good. Swash, I can't remember what the melee s- stuff. Well, Swash got like loads of counters on him. Uh, so he's another one that can chain counters. Yeah, does damage as well. Um, and the other ones are, are quite good in melee. I mean, all the pirates are fairly good in melee. Right. Um, mm-hmm. which makes sense. They're pirates. They should be. Mm-hmm. Um. Pirates. I can't remember much about them at the moment. Yeah, the um, fairies that are coming out aren't very good in melee. That's oh, Bedon and Foster aren't very good in melee. But... What, um, what's the fawn, not the uh, jackalope, the fawn who's a melee fawn? Uh, Hoff. Hoff, that's it. He's, yeah, pretty, he's good. pretty good. Yeah, he's got a massive axe. Yeah. Um, he's pretty good. Another one that he's interestingly good is Natty the Stump Thief. Oh, right. She can do a surprising amount of damage. Because you've got a concealed dagger concealed and it has a relatively high melee, oh. which you got some Nicky Moon turns off you in combat. Oh, so that yeah. can be terrible. Yeah. If you're not careful. Yeah. 
Um, and then you've got what, Kaufman. You've got Gertrude the Bounty Hunter. She's okay in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out, what's coming out? You mentioned Loki. I think he's a bit like, a, as far as I remember, sort of Morrissey type. Yeah, additional yeah. impact. Yeah. Get to armour. Yeah. Oh, does he do that as well? Yeah, he does as well, yeah. yeah. Um, Muradai doesn't really do anything in combat. Yeah. He's not really supposed to. I think he's got a concealed dagger, though, possibly, or something like that. So he might have some kind of bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nova's airship obviously can't be combat at all. Neither can the Goblin airship. Yep. Um, can't be attacked or attacked. Yep. Can't be targeted in the melee at all. Yeah. Um, and then the other ones, I'm just coming out now. No, the moves. But like, well, you've got all the giants and trolls. Yeah. So you've got Lubard, who's yeah. got three inch melee. Yeah. And his mm-hmm. Commonwealth. So you could have him and the Librarian. Ugh. Both are three inch melees. Um, and then you've got the other giants, kind of like Brunhilde, who yeah. buffs other giants. Oh, that's yeah, because I was going to mention actually, yeah, because I said they've only got two, um, two energy, but I think Brunhilde can give them. She can do something. I can't remember exactly. Mighty songs of giant heroes, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then you've got Dim and Dimmer as well, who's actually really good in combat because you play too many cards and choose the one you want to play that's after really cool. your opponent shows theirs. That's really. Awesome. But again, obviously, he has a lower melee stat. Yeah. And also, he has a random amount of energy each turn. Each turn you flip an arcane card from the top, and that's how much energy he has that turn. Is that it? Is that no, just he just has none? Oh, and you do that every turn. I think you just do it every turn. Yes. If it's a catastrophe, you just have none. <laughs> <laughs> so you can start the turn with none. Um, I think that's why I can't remember his card exactly, but um, won't be choosing him then because I'll get a catastrophe every turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because yeah. uh, he could do. Brilliant. I think he's Commonwealth. No, you could ha- you could do something like. Uh, do Young Jack. Young Jack, and yeah. Actually, Young Jack at the end of the turn, do Lucky and put three at the top. <laughs> or to make sure it's not a um, catastrophe. Mm. So, yeah, so that's when the near playing Arcane deck could be useful. And other trolls, you've got Bristol, we've talked about. There's another one called, oh, yeah, you've got Rybold, who's okay in combat. But he's uh, mainly he's a massive the, cannon. The, uh, cannon yeah. But I think he still gets plus two in combat, doesn't he? Possibly. Still quite good. Yeah, I can't remember. Might be plus one. <clears throat> um, Couldn't the cards with them. We only have the book with us at the moment. So. Yes, we haven't got the cards yeah. with us. So. I'm just trying to do it from memory, which is fairly good. I can remember most of people. I think we've done quite well. Um, yeah. Herbert Grobot <laughs> was quite good in combat as well. He's, got, he's still got magical damage. Oh, nice. And he's a bit he's tougher because he's not weakling. Yeah, I think that's, he could easily be one of the favourite models. Yes, the artwork looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, he just looked very happy to be a, to be a fairy yeah. and not be a goblin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's good in, in fairies because he has... Because then with fairies, although they can... Jump over obstacles. They've got no movement shenanigans. Bottom oh, Bellona, he can. Oh, yeah. He, he offers that. Thing. Yeah. He can jump through woods. Yeah. Nice. Which is really good. So he can set up a whole chain of woods mm-hmm. and then jump back through them. I think he could be quite interesting. Yeah, I think he will be, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's probably it, to be honest. I can't think of anything else to say about melee. Just, um, um, I mean, I think with melee, is it's definitely a part of the game where, which is I guess, with a lot of games, the more you play it, the more you'll work out how to do it? Uh, I think probably there, there is a difference in the feel between um, a casual game, melee, where you can take your time and think of, like as long as you want pretty much within reason for what cards you want 
and if you're playing any sort of timed game, say a tournament game, you really feel the the, the bonuses that some characters have and, and the weaknesses are more apparent because you're under pressure and you can't just spend the whole time thinking what you're going to play. Yeah. And you can, you know, if, if you know there's a certain type of card damage that you need to get to avoid, it's a lot more pressure and um, you feel it a lot more, I think. Because when you've got as long as you want, you can just work out what's best yeah, to yeah. play. So that's a quite a difference in the feel of melee between um, like tournament-type games and casual, which is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been a few times in um, game timed games I've played where I've given up thinking of what to... Because I've been running a long time, for example, and I've just chosen what I think is best, whereas if I thought a bit more, I could have... Yeah. So there's something you've got to think about, really, is... is how much time you want to devote to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's about it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'll say, William, I guess the, I guess what I would say is learning more about melee is watch all our battle boards. That's it. Because <laughs> one thing we do do in my battle boards, we film a lot of the melee. Yeah. Yeah, especially um, interesting. Well, most of the melee is film, actually, yeah. Yeah. So watch lots of our battle boards. Yeah. Um, on the old backlights. Um, I think one other brief thing to mention that I've started to do now is because the signature moves are so important. I do all my cards double, not double sided, um, single sided, yeah. so that the signature move is always visible next to it. And I found that's helped me a lot. Yeah, because I don't have to constantly turn the card over and forgetting what's on it. Yeah, and that's come with playing the game more and and um, realizing how important some of the signature moves are. Because I think games, when we started out, we'd sometimes just forget about them. Yeah, which well, I think it was just fair enough when we were starting the first time to play, but yeah. Yeah, so that can help sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that'll be. Um, Gone for a bit longer than intended, actually. Yeah, we're throwing about an half hour, an hour and, and a quarter. An hour and two minutes, yeah. <laughs> um, hope you enjoyed that. I hope it was useful a little bit. Even if nothing else, giving you a bit of a lowdown about each character. Um. We didn't really have a plan for this at all when we started the talk. We just thought, oh, we'll just have a word. Yeah. rambly chat about characters and their melees, really. Um, but yeah, the main things taken into account really are the, the range. And I think the end type effects as well. And forgetting mm. what end type effects do. And remembering that, one well, thing to remember, which I think a lot of people make a mistake with, I don't know one of those textbook errors, is if it says move the model an inch away or move this model an inch away, you have to do it. And also, bear in mind if it says directly away as well. Yeah. You can't choose, if it says move the enemy model two inches directly away, you can't go, well, I'm going to move you an inch. You have yep. to move them two. Yep. Um, there's no choice about that. And that's one to consider when you if you, when you want to upgrade your signature or not. Is, do I want you two inches away? Yeah. Do I want to take you again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, because you could really shoot yourself in the foot there by getting overexcited. Oh, I've got my signature card, I'll play that. Or I've played it. And then... Now you can't move the enemy, and then yeah. you can't yeah. do it. But yeah, <clears throat> all right. I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway, so for listening, I don't know, again, don't know what the next one's going to be about. If you've got any suggestions, let me know. And um, yeah, Thanks see you next time. For listening, <laughs> don't do it on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, see you next time. Bye.